You're listening to Here and Now Podcast, the show that brings you all things faith, hearing loss, and lifestyle. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now let's get into the show. Hello, you guys. What's up? Welcome back to Here Now Podcast. It's a new week, and this week we are talking about decision making. Um, make sure you check out my Instagram and follow me over there at Sophia Labano. Follow our Facebook page at Here Now Podcast. Link down below so you guys can go like it. New blog posts go up every Friday, so make sure you check back each week or join my mailing list. All links included down below, as per usual. And this week, I wanted to give a shout out to Hope Writers. Hope Writers opens their membership. So if you're looking for any guidance and communities to support and fulfill your dreams of writing in any form, click the links below and join us. It's an amazing community. I'll also include a link below for a quiz to determine your Hope Writer path. I hope you come join us. It's always a fun time. Let's get into the episode. Today we are chatting all about decision making. It's college acceptance season, so I guess some of you guys are facing a hard decision of knowing where you want to continue your life. It's also a new year, so we're all determined to make those changes in our life. I've always been faced with hard decisions, you know, making the choice to get new implants or choosing where to go to college, choosing to leave college, which classes to take. Every day, the average human makes 35,000 decisions. 35,000 decisions. That's crazy. That means that we make 226.7 decisions on food alone, (laughs) which I think is awesome. That's such a great statistic. But we make 2,000 per hour and one decision every two seconds. So if you're thinking about this consciously, that's crazy. 35,000 decisions per day. Most of the decisions we make are subconscious. Did you know that, you know, you're shifting in your seat, scratching your arm, or ignoring a phone call? Like, Some of them are not necessarily conscious decisions, and some of them are big life-changing decisions. So what about the larger and not-so-everydayness of making decisions? Perhaps you need to choose to move or send a heartbreaking text or walk away from a toxic job or friend. We all struggle with decision-making, and sometimes we avoid those decisions, and they only grow in impact, and we end up regretting them later. My dad actually told me this really great quote, not to decide is to decide. So if you say, oh, I don't want to deal with this now, you're actually making a decision to decide. So if you say, you know, you have a dinner date at seven, but you're unsure of whether or not you want to go, you're standing around trying to decide, and then you realize past seven o'clock and you're going to be late. You have passive aggressively already decided not to go. Indecision drags on and anxiety arises. It's the case for every single human person. Those 35,000 decisions we make every day can have an impact on how far we can go in life the next day. So this episode, I'm bringing you five effective ways to make tough decisions and not regret them. So the first step that I have is finding time to think. And this sounds really, really stupid, but in the long run, we don't have enough time to sit down and think. You know, talking it out with a family member or a friend, it, it might help making your decision. 
don't try to think when you're watching TV or YouTube or listening to Spotify. Your brain is flooded with thousands of other things happening in that moment. Like, why is that character wearing that particular outfit? Or did somebody just get murdered? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But but seriously, like, find a time to sit down and think. We all have such busy lives these days. And we just don't have enough time to sit and think. And if you're a Christian like myself, sometimes your time to think will be incorporated into your prayer time and vice versa. So take time to really think and process through your thoughts. And even if you don't have a decision to make, sometimes it's just helpful to just sit and plan or think or do and just be. Number two is considering all the aspects. So let's say you're trying to decide where to go to college. Lots of things will factor into this decision. You know, distance, tuition, whether or not you're going to live on campus, what your major is going to be, um, who your roommate is, like the list goes on. But by listing out all the factors, you're helping your brain decide which one is the more logical and best choice for you. If you love the campus, but you can't imagine living four hours away, take all those factors into consideration. I think for me, that was one of the biggest things when I was going to look for schools, which was like, you know, do I really, really want to live an hour and a half away, even if I really love this school? Or do I want to go with my second choice that was closer? So all of the factors come into play with, and especially for me, you know, which school is going to provide me the most accessibility for my hearing loss? So I have so many factors to take in, especially which one's your major and which school offers your major. That's often a big choice for a lot of people. So take in and consider all of the aspects. Write them down on a piece of paper and go through each one. Number three is making a list. So instead of your normal pro-con list, let me introduce you to a different way of decision making. I was introduced to this by Emily Freeman, one of the co-founders of Hope Writers, actually, and she's the host of the Next Right Thing podcast. So if you struggle with decision fatigue, definitely make sure you go check out her podcast. It's beautiful. Her voice is definitely got an ASMR type to it, which I think is awesome. And she's just so calming and she definitely gives a lot of wisdom in your decision making process. But she told her podcast listeners and her, her blog readers <clears throat> about this um, way of making decisions. And it's the life giving and life draining list. So it goes a little something like this. So split your paper into two columns. One says life-giving and the other says life-draining. Then each of these is going to be split into three categories, actionable, relational, and personal. Each of these is going to have something that's either life-giving or life-draining. As an example, an actionable life-giving thing is wanting to lead others spiritually, but you can't do that because of this life-draining thing. Does that make sense? I mean, I don't really know how to explain it because on a podcast, obviously, you can't give a visual. And I'll admit, when I was deciding whether or not to take the risk and leave school, um, I made a life-giving and a life-draining list. And... I found that something kind of outweighed others. So again, I don't want to go into much detail with that, but even if you do go the traditional route of listing out pros and cons, seeing them on a paper makes it that much more real and that much more actionable. 
So we talked about this last week in my goal setting episode, which you can go back and listen to in the link below. Giving something an actionable or attainable um, result and seeing things tangibly often helps you make decisions faster and helps you reach your goals faster. So make a list, write it on a paper, write it in your phone, do whatever you need to do, but that's best for you. The next thing, um, number four on our list is considering your values. Does this decision align with your values? Is your workplace going to be toxic if something you believe in doesn't align with your coworkers? I feel like this is one of the biggest aspects that a lot of people have, not necessarily going into it, but coming out of it and deciding whether to come out of it. Um, if you know your coworker says something that it goes against your moral, your morals or your values, and it creates a toxic or, you know, um, I wouldn't say hostile, but just uncomfortable work environment for you that's where a lot of people struggle in their jobs um so again if you're going into this and you're not sure what to do consider the values what is the environment like there um you know just consider all of the factors in that so again consider all the aspects um distance or tuition or going to live on campus etc etc and the last one we have is talking it through and asking for advice. So if you have someone you trust, ask them for their counsel. We aren't always made to do things alone. Seek the advice of someone you trust in who can offer valuable words or someone who just listens to you. Um, you know, often it could be a therapist or it could be, you know, your mom or your sister. Um, Sometimes people have perspectives that we don't consider, and it's often better to get their advice, especially if it's an unbiased party, they can help you weigh out your decision and make it more actionable. And to the second part of this one, test it out. And obviously this doesn't work for everybody, but <clears throat> if the decision you're trying to make is about college, spend a day on campus with your future classmates and get a vibe from them, you know, Always trust your gut. It almost always knows the right thing to do. And I can't stress this enough. Your gut just instantly knows when something's wrong or if you um, doesn't if it doesn't feel right or if it feels uncomfortable, your gut knows. Um, and again, besides that, just take it to prayer. Um, you know, you can do all of these actionable results, but always, always take it to prayer. Even if you just say, God, help me in making this decision. And he doesn't hand you a pretty box wrapped with a bow and here's your decision inside of it. He will at least guide you to making the logical decision that's right, the right thing for you to do. So, like I said, decision making is very, very difficult in the long run um, for some people. Um, there's other people that are very, very good at making decisions, and sometimes that's an awesome trait to have, um, but we don't want to be too impulsive in our decision making, especially if in the end we end up regretting it. So, like I said, we make 35,000 decisions a day. Some of them are subconscious and we just don't think about it, and the others are more life-impacting. So, 
I really hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Screenshot yourself listening to it and tag me on Instagram at Cynthia Lovano. Um, I really want you guys to connect and get to know you. And I hope you guys get to know me over on my Instagram. And I really hope you guys check out Hope Writers this week because they are only open, I think it's like 12% of the year or something like that. Um, they only have like four or three launches that they do. So yeah. I really hope you guys check out all the links down below as well. Have an amazing week, everybody, and I'll see you next week on Here and Now Podcast. Bye.